BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. There was once a dream. You could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper. And it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Where shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers. Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be drawn. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith. Trust. Well, if it isn't the Star-Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders. Sprinkle some of that pixie dust around, grab your happiest thought, think your happiest thought if you have to, and fly away with me to Neverland. Who am I? Well, I'm the Spider-Pan, Jeremy. I am, of course, head last boy around here, and we're going to have a very simple trip here to Neverland this week because this week is our Independence Day holiday here on July 4th in the United States. So we're going to listen to some music from Disneyland, hearing the music of the Fireworks Spectacular, and even I have the pre-show that I found as well. So we're going to listen to that today just to keep things simple. And, of course, we will continue with our final part of our Disney stories uh, by hearing the remainder of the conversation with Paul from Window to the Magic and also Jedi Schwa from Techno Retro Dads. Uh, So this will be the final part. I am thinking I'm going to put together the entire conversation uncut for both this one and also my conversation with Mr. Eric from... Uh, the What If World podcast. Uh, I'm going to put those together, I think, for our Patreon supporters as a full uh, thing, uncut. Uh, That way you don't have it in these chunks. You can just listen to the entire conversation. Uh, So I I do intend to make that available only for Patreon supporters. Uh, So go ahead over. If you haven't gone already, go to our Patreon page. You can find it directly off of the NeverlandPodcast.com website. Uh, If you go, I think it's Patreon.com slash NeverlandPodcast. You can find and become one of our donors today. Uh, I do like to give some exclusives to them. So those, uh, you know what? I think I'm even going to make a level to where if you're donating a certain amount we'll go ahead and mention you as a uh as a helper i'll maybe i'll come up with a special name for it uh but we'll mention you in the show and thank you for helping us out here to keep the show rolling uh but i also i have something very exciting to tell you all uh it's I, something i've been working on working toward uh for years now almost i guess you could say since i started this podcast and that's one of the reasons that i went back to school as i wanted to work in radio Well, we have a community radio station nearby where I live in the same county that uh, has recently started up, and I am going to have a show on there starting on July 7th. That'll be this Saturday will be my first show. It's only an hour long. It'll be 10 a.m. Central every Saturday. It's called Solid Rock. Uh, There will be some links. Now, of course, I'm telling you, 102.7 FM here. If you happen to live nearby me or if you're in Clay County, Missouri, uh, you'll be able to tune that in. But you can listen to it anywhere. I mean, it's a small community radio, so they don't have a whole lot of power. But you can tune in, literally, with your TuneIn app. Just look for 102.7 FM. 
let's see, KPGZ. I have to remember the, 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 uh, the call numbers. But you can listen with the TuneIn app anytime you want. Uh, the, that station has a lot of classic rock that plays. On the weekends, there's a lot of fun shows. There's like a bluegrass show and a doo-wop show. And I think it's like Tuesday evenings, there's a Back to the 80s show, which, funnily enough, is being hosted by a couple of kids who... When I, I haven't listened to the show, but when I hear their promo... It sounds like they weren't even alive in the 80s, so I'm not sure what's going on with that show. Uh, but I'm going to have to take a listen to that one myself. Uh, so this is community radio, so I'm not really getting paid for this, but I can slap it on my resume to say I've worked at a station. Uh, I am pre-recording the shows at this time, and I've already pre-recorded next week's show. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm pretty excited to be able to put it out there, and it'll be live on the air. Even, well, the recording will be played live, but I won't actually be there. Uh, I can do a live show at some point. That'll be fun. So this is kind of expansion of what I've been doing at the University of Central Missouri where I've had a show that's been streaming on there uh, for a few, uh, about a year and a half now, you know, for a few semesters. I have about three different shows. And this is one of those shows I'm now bringing out to an actual regular radio station. So it's going to be broadcasted uh, on a regular radio. You can hear it on TuneIn. Uh, I will put a link to the website. Uh, It's like 1027fm.rocks, R-O-C-K-S. Uh, I will put a link there in the show notes along with uh, the photo that we're using as a promo for the show. Uh, So that will be all in your show notes. But uh, enough of me talking. Let's get on with uh, a little bit more. We'll we'll finish that conversation up. We'll play that first and then we'll jump into our music here for the the rest of the show. It's like a 24-minute long uh, audio loop. So uh, it'll be fun to listen to while you're watching fireworks here on uh, this 4th of July holiday. So have a wonderful holiday and we'll see you all next week. To Disney and beyond. Well, Splash Mountain at Disney World opened um, just a little bit before I got married. So it uh, it opened in 92, and I got married in 93, and we went uh, to Disney World shortly after that. So it hadn't been open very long when... Uh, when I first experienced it and I haven't, that's actually one ride. I haven't ridden quite as many as some of the others. Um, mostly cause I'm not, I'm not very good on rides that drop, but um, I can handle that one cause there's not that many drops to it. So <laughs> yeah, that's my, uh, my best friend's wife. She, uh, is, I, I don't know if it's changed at any point that she's been to the parks, but she closed her eyes through most of splash mountain cause she knew that drop was coming. And I've tried to tell her, you know what, that only has a top speed of about 40 miles an hour, and you've driven that in your car downhill before. No problem. You can you can do this, but no. <laughs> I, I, I think my wife might even be a little paranoid of that when I get around there, but I, she should be able to handle that 40 foot, you know, 40 mile an hour drop because it's it's not a huge drop. It's it's just a big fun one. Sure. Yeah. It's if you just kind of keep perspective. Well, it's only 40 miles an hour, and that's not bad. You can do it. All righty, but I guess we'll move right along. Um, now, I, like I said, on my notes, I don't have these quite in order. But I'm from Splash Mountain, of course, is where at Walt Disney World, you come across Big Thunder Mountain and you get right into Frontierland. And Frontierland, the theming in there is very, very cool. I mean, you really do feel like you've been thrown back into the late 1800s. I was expecting Doc Brown and Marty to come running out of the blacksmith shop or something. Uh, it, it's very cool in Walt Disney World. I've never gotten to see it in Disneyland, but oh, it oh that was awesome. Uh, you really get it thrown back. I don't know if there's any particular story that you can find in any of the details there, but it's it's very very cool. And I did appreciate also that even when you when you kind of come to the end of it, you know, we we didn't ride the Mark Twain. You're all gonna have to tell me about the Mark Twain. Um, but you know, when you look off in the distance around from Frontierland, you can see into Liberty Square, and you can see the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion off amongst the trees, and it's very cool. Uh, but there's definitely a story in there with the Mark Twain, and uh, the only thing of Mark Twain I can tell you about is I've been to Hannibal before, and uh, I've been inside the caves that helped inspire the dramatic ending there with uh, Injun Joe and Tom and uh, Becky Thatcher being lost in a cave. And boy, that cave you could get lost in very easily. Uh, but I've never actually ridden that steamboat. So... Either one of you probably have ridden that can tell me some good stories about that steamboat. I'll let you start since he's talking about Walt Disney World. (laughs) Well, you know what? It's not especially exciting to ride, but I really enjoy it because to me it feels like something that Walt really would have enjoyed. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's that was like part of his childhood. So it kind of makes me feel like I'm walking in Walt's shoes. And that's one of the reasons I like um, that particular one and a few others around uh, around the park. But um, plus, uh, again, it's kind of a nice, relaxing way to um, cruise that um, that uh, it, when you're tired. And, you know, it's, it's not a, as cool as some of the inside ones, but um, it's still fun. So yeah. uh, I, I, I like that, that, you know. For the first time uh, ever, my family and I, when we went back in um, uh, November of last year, uh, we rode the canoes on the rivers of America. Had never done that before. So um, that was kind of a cool experience because you actually row yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I, speaking of Peter Renaday, uh, he was the voice of Mark Twain on the riverboat for a long time, wasn't he? It was the voice of Mark Twain on the riverboat, and he was also the the uh, captain on the sailing ship Columbia uh, out here at Disneyland, and uh, so he was all over the park. Yeah, yeah. One of the uh, one of the cool things about being at Disneyland and riding the Mark Twain and going into the Golden Horseshoe is that that was something that was very important to Walt Disney and so much that he celebrated his uh, wedding anniversary at Disneyland prior to it opening. And they were in the Golden Horseshoe and then went out and took a ride around uh, on the Mark Twain. And uh, so it's it's definitely cool to ride around on the steamboat, especially, uh, you know, we have a lot of live music at Disneyland and they will do things like they will put a piano on the Mark Twain and they will have the uh, the guys from Main Street come over and play or uh, we'll have Halloween events and things or special events going on thrown by the Disney Parks blog and they will have. Uh, people come out uh, recently I was going around on the Mark Twain and they had a couple of Frank Sinatra-esque crooners singing on the front of the Mark Twain with a three-piece band and uh, as we went around they were singing different songs and everything from crooner classics to Disney classics so it's very very cool that would be pretty awesome it is neat yeah, and that's one of my goals when I when I get up there and actually ride the Mark Twain. I want to get up to where you can be up uh, in the uh, the captain's area. I guess you have to make special arrangements to do it, but that's definitely something I would love to do. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm actually holding in my hand right now a pilot's certificate for the SS Mark Twain. And uh, mm-hmm. they they make these um, and give them to those who pilot the Mark Twain. It says, in accordance with the Act of Congress approved August 30th, 1852, uh, pilot certificate, the undersigned inspector for the District of Frontierland certifies that Paul Berry, having been by then this day duly examined, touching their qualifications as a pilot of the SS Mark Twain is a suitable and safe person to be entrusted with the power and duties of pilot of this steamboat and do license them to act as such for one year from this date on the following rivers, to wit, the rivers of America in Frontierland, Disneyland. And then it's uh, dated and signed, quote unquote, by Walt Disney as Commodore and Joe Fowler as the Harbor Master. Oh, you got to frame that and hang it on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> it's just sitting on my desk here. <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. That's also where I've got my signed thing of Club 55 here. It's just sitting on my desk. Yep. I should probably put that up with something, too. Oh, put my that goodness. on your list. Yeah, on the list of things that I need to get done. Uh, okay, but uh, I know at least from Walt Disney World, the next thing we would come across would be uh, the Haunted Mansion. Uh, you'd pass by a replica of the Liberty Bell as we in Liberty Square. Now, the fun thing is Liberty Square uh, in Walt Disney World, it is almost a good recreation, really, of 
Philadelphia, if you've ever been to see the original courthouse where they signed the Constitution uh, and all that, and see Benjamin Franklin's workhouse, when you step into Liberty Square, it's almost like stepping into Philadelphia. It is very neat uh, and even has this nice detail, which I did not know at the time, but they have this brown bit of pavement kind of in the middle of the street, which actually would have been where people would dump their their waste, uh, and which is why it was brown and it would go right down the street. Which now that I've uh, I've played uh, uh, there's a video game The Witcher Three uh, there is actually a town where right down the middle of the road there is this little uh, kind of ditch running down in the middle of the road that if you step in you'll hear a splash uh, so you don't want to step in that and because I know exactly what that channel is supposed to be because it's like an old medieval town I'm like yeah I I don't want to step in that. So, but the amount of detail there in Liberty Square is just amazing. Uh, and this is where we find the Hall of Presidents. Now, at Disneyland, although uh, it's completely different, uh, but I know you do have um, um, the, oh, I forgot what it's called, the Lincoln um, <laughs> setup, but I don't know where they've placed it. Has that been part of Frontierland, or do they have some sort of a American history type of thing other than Frontierland? What we lovingly call Great Naps with Mr. Lincoln oh. is, is actually <laughs> back on Main Street, um, oh. wh where your um, wh right as you walk underneath the train trestle, if you go go to your right, there's the Exposition Hall there in Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. That would be great moments with Mr. Lincoln at Disneyland. Oh, that's right there at the front of the park. So yeah, you oh, actually I, get an attraction like on Main Street. <laughs> yeah, say that. Say that again. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, but cool place to sit and, and enjoy a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah, I do understand. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very low key. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't gotten to see the the great moments with Mr. Lincoln, but that Hall of Presidents. Uh, I think I'd gotten in their first year. They had uh, President Obama in place. And it's uh, we had the great Morgan Freeman narration telling the story of uh, the office of presidency and what the presidency has meant to the American people and how they have led us through you know the rough times and good times and uh, it's it really makes you proud to watch it to be an American. Uh, to go through, it's like, yeah, all this great history our country has gone through and other people have gone through and how we've, most of the time, had great leaders. We won't get into anything about anybody current or anything. We won't say anything. But, uh, you know, we've we've had throughout history just different, and even presidents that, you know, that were during my lifetime that I maybe I didn't care for this one, but yet they still did do good. You know, when we, when we try to keep a fair approach, even the guys we don't like have something to be proud of uh, in, in their time, so... It was a it's a really great presentation. I haven't gotten to see, of course, the the new one now, uh, but I mean, I, I like the fact that it's going to get updated every time we have a new president there. They're going to add something new, and getting to see a representation of of every president that you can't even remember their names of is very very cool. Uh, yeah, and the, even the I can't remember the guy's voice who was in there at the time because uh, I, I guess uh, Peter Renaday I think has at one point was uh, was Lincoln but uh, they've gone back I think to the original guy that was a guy who had played Lincoln on stage that Walt had seen and was really impressed with and I can't think of his name Royal Dano yes and uh, I have seen the new uh, show I saw it in January when I was there I had seen it online ahead of time so I kind of knew what to expect but uh, they did a bang up job of changing that show and really showing respect for the office of the presidency. Um, it, the, the show is now called the idea of a president mm. and the, the idea that we have this person who is in charge, who is leading our country. And they talk about all of the men throughout the course of history who have been this commander in chief for us and, and the idea behind it all and what their intention should be. And, you know, that they're the moral compass of the country. And, uh, it was really a great presentation. I was, I was quite happy with what they did. Have you gotten to see the new one, uh, Schwa? No, I have not actually. I have not. Uh, been to Disney World. Oh, okay. Uh, for a couple of years, been to Disneyland was my last one. 
Ah, okay. So we'll, we'll we'll add that to our list, both of us, because I haven't watched it online because I want to I want to get down there and see it myself. Because I did shoot some video when I was down there in Florida, and they 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 tell you they don't want any video lights on. So uh, the camera I was using at the time, I was able to close the the flap on it, and so I wasn't able to see what I was shooting. I just kind of held it close to my chest and tried to shoot the video best I can. And you can't really see things too good, but you get uh, listening to the audio is even just great. Because uh, it still, you know, gets the entire experience in there for you, especially with this large theater. Now, I don't know, like the uh, Great Naps, <laughs> Great Naps with Mr. Lincoln, what that show, how that's presented, other than you know a fantastic animatronic of Abraham Lincoln. But uh, the audio that I've heard, you you get a few different bits of speeches. And I don't know, do they do they do that in the same thing with some video and like a slideshow or a presentation? How is that shown over there in Disneyland? a lot like the uh, the the hall of presidents it uh, it begins with a slideshow slash story and then after that the animatronic is is introduced and then there's a speech and uh, you know if you took all the other presidents out and just left lincoln in there you'd basically have it <laughs> uh, but it it is the story of abraham lincoln and uh, you know him growing up and becoming president and then what he accomplished as president so it's very very cool and it's it's mm -hmm. one of the classics and yeah. so it's it's good to go in and see it on uh, on a regular basis i've actually got a vinyl record of great moments from mr lincoln with all the audio on there it is very cool, and I, I think they even got a few extra bits. Uh, there's something, I think, from a trial of some sort. Uh, I think there's even some transcripts on the back of it. I'd, I'd have to leave the mic to go grab it and look at it and everything, but it's it's a really great thing just to have as a collector's item. Uh, but I really love the speech that they use in the attraction anytime I've heard the audio. Uh, that I mean, it is something that was you know meant for the time that he was in but it's very poignant for for almost any age and i can even relate to it to our time somebody that speech is still fresh seems like it could be talking about our modern world even uh that it's it's really 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 great and i when i get to disneyland i'm gonna make that right turn there on main street i'm gonna go in and check it out yep they even say in the narration uh paul freeze's narration says that the speech that Lincoln gives is as relevant for our time as it was for his. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, right before that, uh, that great line of now the skills of the sculptor and the talents of the artist will let us relive great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And that's that's something from my childhood that I always loved. And so having that vinyl record like you do, that's a great way to be able to enjoy that when you're not at Disneyland. Oh, you know, I just saw something that Eric had added to the list here with New Orleans Square. Um, John Lafitte. Does that name mean anything to anybody? It has. He's got it tied to Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. Uh, nope. I know there's uh, Lafitte's Landing is... Uh, at, at least at uh, Disneyland is where you load uh, to get onto uh, onto the boats. Oh, uh, Jean Lafitte was a, a French pirate, and he and operated a a in the Gulf of Mexico in, in New Orleans. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Ah, thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. So there is some definitely a little bit of extra story that I guess is snuck somewhere into the park. Now, I wish Eric was here to tell us exactly where in the parks they've got that, because I guess that's a thing. Coming up go. on a future episode of the Neverland <laughs> Podcast, Eric will explain himself. Yes. Uh, all right, but I guess uh, we're ready. To, uh, have we covered some of the major stories in Magic Kingdom? Is there anything that uh, we should toss in that we haven't talked about in the Magic Kingdom? That's a great story. Other than Fantasyland, we haven't talked about any of that. Because you can relive pretty much all your favorite movies. I was going to say, there would be no reason to talk about Fantasyland because there's no story in there. <laughs> and, and, and Tomorrowland? Nah, no story over there either. <laughs> yeah, they, there's a whole areas we haven't even gotten to. There's but, uh, a great, big, beautiful tomorrow over oh, there. Oh, yes. Which I, <laughs> uh, 
I didn't get to because I, I it's either Walt Disney World or Disneyland that still has a Carousel of Progress. I can't remember which one still has it. Magic Kingdom. It is in Walt Disney World. I never got a chance to get on there. I don't think I even saw where it was located. Uh, so I, I, I don't, I didn't know it existed at the time. I mean, when I when I went in two thousand nine, I didn't know anything that I know now. Because uh, it's when you first get into the parks that you begin to get that obsession and you start digging for more, more information. And thankfully, I, you know, got this obsession in the world of podcasts and I was able to find all these different podcasts like, oh, look at all learning and knowledge and oh, so. But I had no idea it was over there. I think the only thing we did in Tomorrowland because, you know, Space Mountain was down for refurbishment at the time. But we did Stitch's Great Escape and I actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it as well. Um, if you were to walk from, uh, from Stitch's Great Escape past the People Mover, uh, and Buzz Lightyear, and you would run into the Carousel of Progress. Oh, so we were so, right there because we did ride Buzz Lightyear. That's fun. Yep. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that's got some story to it that I can't remember the whole thing other than the fact you're going to shoot all this stuff to go and take down the evil Emperor Zerg. And you're a part of the Galactic Alliance and whatever it is Buzz says at the beginning of Toy Story. You, <laughs> you do remember the story. That is the story. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> Literally, Zerg is stealing the batteries and they yep. need to get them back. Yep. And it's a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, Fantasyland, that's pretty much... Uh, I wish some of the dark rides that I've heard audio from in Disneyland were, had been in Walt Disney World, uh, but it's Fantasyland like, is where some like, of the biggest lines are. Like what? Like Pinocchio. Ah, because I I would have loved to have gotten on that. I'm just I'm very happy though that I managed to get on the uh, Walt Disney World version of uh, the Scary Adventures of Snow White before they tore it down for the uh, the new Dwarves Mine Train, which I definitely want to check that out the Mine Train as well. Uh, but I, I love the fact that on that one, uh, I, I, like, I guess it was mainly, of course, Disneyland, where people had to ask Walt, well, where's Snow White? And he would tell people, you are Snow White when you go through there. You're getting yeah, to see the story from her point of view. People didn't understand that, and so they added her into the attraction. And yeah. uh, so you are no longer Snow White as you're going through that attraction. Yeah. But you still get to experience the story. And at the time of writing it, I hadn't actually ever seen the movie. But after going through the attraction, I looked over at my friend and I says, I now feel like I have seen this movie. <laughs> and it is great. And I, I hear some people actually are really terrified at certain points of the ride because it gets scary at one point. And it's really, really cool. And especially even that great moment where you go and you see the back of the queen and then as you approach her, she turns around and she's the evil witch version. Ah, with this, this guy's awful them all. And oh, so cool. Only part that scares me is that happily ever after part at the end. Just... <laughs> oh, you sure you want to marry her? Because that's bad, right? <laughs> it, it works out well for some of us, you know. Yep. Yep. So I've heard. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, anybody have what? What is your favorite Fantasyland ride to go and experience? I, I, I would probably say Peter Pan if I'd ever gotten a chance to ride it, but the lines were too big, and so I didn't get on that or Winnie the Pooh in Fantasyland. But do y'all have a favorite? Um, boy, what is my favorite in Fantasyland? That's a good question. Uh, Fantasyland was was really good for for my kids when they were littler. They really enjoyed that i i still love fantasy line i like being there but um that's it was more for the kids than anything else yeah see the thing i loved about fantasy land is each each dark ride there is getting to relive some of the classic disney movies uh so i, I really when i get to disneyland i'm going to go crazy in fantasy land i think because you know i want to ride pinocchio i want to ride the alice in wonderlands you know stuff that i haven't gotten to do uh i'm gonna have to fast pass my way onto peter pan's flight you know what you can't do you can't oh no no at, at disneyland we believe in standing in line <laughs> with huge crowds yep there is no fast pass for, oh, uh, for wow. fantasy land attractions wow <laughs> nope you go and you get in line just like Walt intended <laughs> and you wait for two hours to get on That's, Peter Pan's flight well 45 minutes on average but yes <laughs> Casey Jr. circus train though is the best oh it's still there okay 
Yes, and you got to sit in the the wild animal cage on your first trip. So you got to make sure that you position yourself so you're first out of the gate so you can run over and get get to that cage that you know either wild animals or monkeys if you can't get wild animals you get the monkey cage. <laughs> and then once you're once you're a um, a, a seasoned train rider then you can ride in the caboose at the end facing backwards but not until you've ridden in both of those cages <laughs> all right i'll add it to my list yep because yeah i i know anytime i've heard the audio of that because dumbo is still one of my favorites and here in the casey jr music as you're riding on that train i i'd, I'd probably have some tears well up i bet knowing me i'm gonna be like oh this is wonderful <laughs> we gotta do it again of course, yeah, I probably I, would have enjoyed I think the I can. exactly. I love that they have that scene in there, and I, I I don't know where I thought I had heard something they were tearing that down for some reason. I know Heimlich's Choo Choo is gone, and I kind of would like to have checked that out before it was gone. Well, it's not gone yet, but it's it's on its way. It's on its way, so we can have some Marvel fun in there, which I'm all for some Marvel fun. So I'm not complaining, but I would like to be able to check it out before it's gone. But it's not going to happen. Casey Jr. is definitely one of the things on the list. And, oh, which, uh, well, I guess that trailer will already been spoken about in the episode. So uh, I'll, we'll worry about that uh, that Dumbo trailer that came out this week uh, some other time or something. So, all right. Is there anything else that I have left out of Magic Kingdom that we should talk about some story? Uh, you know, I'm just... Overall, every little bit of Magic Kingdom has a story. I mean, you can go to the behind-the-scenes story, or you can look at the what they intended to tell the story. Um, I like looking for, uh, you know, the hidden Mickeys all over the parks. Yeah. And uh, sometimes those things tell a story, you know, based on where they are. Um, and then, of course, you make your own story. So, I mean, the, the parks are just all about stories in just about any way you can imagine them. Mm-hmm. You're invited to play pretend in everything you do and just be a part of the story. And you can throw off all inhibitions. And, uh, and you know, I've got a, like a few outside of the Magic Kingdom things that we mentioned, like, you know, Dinosaur, uh, where you get basically a time travel adventure where you're basically getting to participate as you try to track down a dinosaur to bring back to the future. Uh, and, of course, Star Tours, where you get to ride an adventure in a galaxy far, far away, which that's going to be so well expanded when Galaxy's Edge opens. I mean, in, in all kinds of new ways. I mean, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, there's a story waiting for you to just step right into and experience and be a part of the adventure. Unless you're watching a show, then you don't so much get to participate. Uh well, I, I guess you could kind of consider the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular where you do kind of get to participate a little bit and maybe you'll get pulled up on stage with the stunt guy who pretends he's somebody from the audience. So I've done that. You've gotten <laughs> to go up? I've done that, yes. Awesome. Any good stories from when you got to pull up on stage? Uh, you know, it was... They uh, picked me because I would jumped up more wild than anybody else. <laughs> they took me to the back uh kind of you know made me sign a waiver of course <laughs> and then uh got me dressed so uh you know consequently i missed most of the show that first time that <laughs> uh, that i was there but it it didn't matter it, it was it was so much fun just being in front of all those people and and just being crazy did your family get some video of it um well the only family at the time was my wife i had no kids at that time uh and i don't think we had any video cameras i have some photos of it somewhere but um no video well, at least you have some way to relive it. The photos still pretty good. Oh, absolutely! No complaints for me. It was I. I have memories of it, so that's oh yeah, uh, that's all I need. But um, yeah, that was a blast. It's it's hard to get picked. I'm surprised they picked me. I really must have been looking like a fool. <laughs> well, maybe that's the secret to becoming the rebel spy because that's another one of those tricky things to get selected for. <laughs> I think uh, I think acting uh, like a big fool is a secret to getting a lot of things you want. So it's a <laughs> I got selected as the uh, rebel spy on New Year's Eve last oh, year. Awesome. Excellent. And then three weeks later, went to Walt Disney World. And as my very last uh, deal for my entire trip, as I was getting ready to leave the parks for the last time, um, I went in to ride Carousel of Progress and People Mover, and they were both closed because it was after hours 
the the extra magic hours. And so I went into Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. And I was that guy. Awesome. <laughs> I've been that guy too, yes. That's something else I've got on my list. I want to be that guy. <laughs> that, that is that is a great show. It also has got a pretty good amount of story in there. I love it's kind of a continuation of from Marshall's Incorporated where like, now we got to get you to laugh. And that is a great little show. I do love it. Uh, all right. Uh, we also have listed. I don't know that I could tell what the story of the Adventures Club is necessarily, but it is on the list that Eric added. Uh, and I know, Paul, you were a big fan of the Adventurers Club. I am. I was. I continue to be. Um, I was there just a couple of months after it opened um, in uh, 1989. And I continued to go until the year before it closed. And uh, I have been a member of the club for the entire time, and I have loved every minute of it. Uh, it was uh, 1939, and it was an open house at the Adventurers Club, and uh, they were allowing you to come in and check it out. And uh, your entire evening was spent going around in the Adventurers Club and just finding out all of the unique stories that each of the adventurers had and it could be a show in itself. So I'll just say Kungaloosh and we'll call it at that. Yep. That's something else I wish I would have experienced, but I had no idea it was there when I was down there. And usually in the evening I was, I was just so worn out from everything we'd done in the parks that I'd had no idea that, you know, because even one night Josh was like, well, I'm going to go out to this Paradise Pier thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. Had I but known that the Adventures Club was there, I would have checked it out. So stuff I wish I'd have known. Uh, but yeah, we, I think we've pretty much proved the point that there are stories all over, mainly the Magic Kingdom, but all over all of the Disney parks, no matter what country you're in. And the fun part is you are invited to be a part of the story when you step through the, the, the curtain, as it were, and walk onto Main Street. Uh, you're going to have an adventure. Uh, it's going to be filled with comedy, a little bit of romance, you know, you're everything. Uh, and I, I, I'm excited to see what new stories will be coming in with Galaxy's Edge, with Marvel moving in. And even though I'm sad to see the great movie ride go, I'm kind of excited to find out what all happens with this now uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon that they're going to throw you into. I'm sure it's going to be a fabulously fun time. So that's I think the magic of the parks is in its storytelling because Walt loved to tell stories. And so as long as we have great storytellers working there and imagineering and coming up with these ideas, these parks are going to continue to tell great stories and invite you to be part of it. So it's a very exciting thing. Uh, anybody want to add anything on to this? Nope. It's it's a lot of fun, and I can't wait to make more stories when I go. Yeah, because some of the other stories, of course, is you know, having kids and bringing them in there for your first or, or 20th time, uh, and the new stories and memories you're going to make with your family, I'm sure it's fantastic. All righty, but uh, one quick more shout-out, though, because we have, of course, we want to thank everybody who came along here. With, of course, everybody, if if you listen to my show, I guarantee you've probably listened to Window to the Magic with Mr. Paul Berry. So make sure you go and find him. What is it? Uh, windowtothemagic.com, and you're everywhere. Yep, you can find me on the, at windowtothemagic.com. You can find me at WTTM on Twitter and WTTM Podcast everywhere else, including Instagram, where I have just now started up uh, an Instagram account. Never had one before. And uh, so join me over there for daily pictures from throughout the wonderful world of Disney. Yeah, and I remember when I, I suddenly spotted it, 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 Instagram told me, hey, Window of the Magic now has a thing, or Paul Berry has a thing. I guess it was probably linked at your Facebook friend. And I was like, oh, look, Window of the Magic Instagram. So I was probably one of your first followers. So, yeah. I think you were, yes. Woohoo! I'm special. Uh, so, <laughs> and then so Jedi Schwa, uh, you can find him, of course, was part of the Techno Retro Dads. And how do we I know your website. I every time I've checked it out to try to make sure I got the links proper from my website to yours. Uh, you guys really don't do much with your website. So that's probably not the best way to find you guys. 
Well, no, you know what? The best way to find us is probably over at RetroZap.com. You can find uh, our show descriptions. Every show that we've done and uh, all of the podcasts I do actually can be found at RetroZap.com. And you can find Techno Retro Dads on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, social media, you know, and we even have a a nice little discord channel where you can uh, go and it's a, it's like an old forums, you know, where everybody can just kind of interact with the podcast hosts and each other. And it's a lot of fun. Yep. I'm still trying to figure that discord thing out. I've got a discord account. I need to go and join your thing. Now that I think about it. Absolutely. So. Everybody is welcome for sure. That's one of those things where uh, you can get there with an invitation. You can find that on the link on our Facebook page or on our Twitter account. Um, but you can also just search for us and find it that way too. Awesome. I'm going to open up Discord and make sure I jump into that myself because uh, I'm, I'm trying to get good at it because they say Discord is actually works a little better than Skype sometimes. So uh, I'm trying to see if that is true. And I do like that it's connected to my phone so I can see what's happening in some gaming groups that I've joined. So Discord is great. And when you find groups that you can follow, like Techno Retro Dads, it's fun. And but some, when you were speaking of all these other shows you do, you do all like Scarlet Velocity. And basically, if you're watching shows on the CW, so a superhero show, Schwa's got a show about it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a show on the Flash, Scarlet Velocity. You mentioned mm-hmm. uh, Green Justice, which is an Arrow podcast, and then we also have an Agents of Shield Case Files uh, podcast, which is a lot of fun to talk about because that show just gets better every season. Oh yeah, well I. <laughs> I kind of fell off of most of my shows, actually, than CW, because that, that crisis kind of early in the fall, the writing I didn't think was very good, and I got so busy with school that I was like, yeah, okay, we're, we're just going to move on. So I'm going to come back and watch it, because I missed out on Black Lightning, and I really want to check that out. Oh, so. they're all on Netflix now, so they're lots and lots of fun. I'm I'm just finishing up my second viewing of this season of Flash, and I'm kind of ready to go back and watch it again now that I know all the secrets. I want to check them out as I go. (laughs) So I need to come back because I did enjoy those CW shows for the longest time. Just this season, I don't know, just didn't didn't click, although Arrow was getting better. But anyway, so yes, you can make sure you check them out at RetroZap.com. But once again, huge thanks for coming along with this. Absolutely. It was lots of fun, and anything you do with the Disney Parks is fun, so uh, you can always count me in. Yep. Thank you very much for having me as well. I had a great time. The kids of the 70s and 80s are all grown up, but the good times of childhood don't have to end. Our generation can share the fun and fandom of our youth with the next generation and bring the past into the future. And wrap it all up to make a fantastic present. Join Jedi Schwar and Shaz Bazaar every Monday morning to get your work week started by reminiscing about the past and exploring the future with your earbuds on Techno Retro Dads. So find us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, or on TechnoRetroDads.com, part of the Shot Glass Digital Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in just 10 minutes, the Magic Kingdom will proudly present our very special fireworks spectacular tribute to Independence Day, Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky. This very special presentation can be viewed throughout the Magic Kingdom. Once again, Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky, will begin in just 10 minutes.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in just five minutes, the Magic Kingdom will proudly present our very special fireworks spectacular tribute to Independence Day, Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky. In order for you to fully experience tonight's presentation, the lighting around the Magic Kingdom will be reduced. For your own safety and for that of others, we ask that you remain in the same location until the lighting returns to normal. Once again, Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky, will begin in just five minutes.
America, a land where eagles soar. Since history began, its people have celebrated the magnificence of this land. Tonight, we celebrate America, a land of many people, a country that continues to grow, a nation of courage and independence. America the Beautiful. Independence Day, we welcome you to our 4th of July celebration as we commemorate the birthday of this great nation. With joy, we celebrate the United States of America, a vast mosaic of individuality and inspiration, a vibrant palette of cultures and colors, a country whose pioneering spirit continues to live on in the hearts and minds of people who cherish freedom in this land and around the globe.
the spirit of America continues to inspire those who believe in their dreams. From sea to shining sea, we are proud to share all that this great and beautiful nation has to offer. In the words and melodies of beloved American folk songs, that enduring spirit is found in the music of our land. Just as the 50 stars and 13 stripes are so grandly united upon old glory, our nation's flag unites us all. Let us join together in salute to the red, white, and blue and cheer the hopes and dreams that continue to shine throughout America.
you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official Lost Boy or Pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash Neverland Podcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true. Neverland Podcast, we love you.